Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey, interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Lucretia is a native Illinoisan, and she's passionate about helping women own their stories. Through her Upstart Community 180, she creates safe spaces for women to share their life experiences. She passionately believes that when we share our stories of triumph, pain, and victory, countless lives are changed and transformed. And I just could not agree more with your mission and the beautiful work that you do in the world. Um, I just think it's so important. And I'm really excited to dive into this topic because as we were just chatting about before we hit record, like I think especially as women, sometimes um, owning our stories, owning our voices can feel uncomfortable or scary, but it's like so, so powerful. So do you want to just talk a little bit, you could even talk about kind of how you came to this mission. Like why, why do you think it's so important for women to, you know, to own our stories and our lived experiences? Um, it's funny, Dallas, um, growing up as a female, I believe in different parts of the world, um, society, um, culture, even the church, women have experienced um, being muted are given very limited space to be verbal. And I remember like for myself, I have lived out um, a lot of trauma. <laughs> and I felt um, as I processed those experiences, um, I realized that I actually had a choice and I had a voice. And I began to actually honor myself Um my experiences and actually being able to verbalize what I wanted, what I didn't want and what I would allow in my life and, was a, and what I was not going to allow. And so that became very important to me to kind of adopt this mission to empower other women to own their journey, honor their voice and be more verbal about their experiences. Yes, that is so powerful and so important. And I agree with so much of what you're saying. I mean, I think, um, I see it even with my daughter, she's three. And I just think so often as little girls and women, you know, we're taught to be quiet, like kind of almost close ourselves in, um, you know, sit, sit nicely. Um, these, these things that we don't even realize that we're kind of being, being conditioned to do. And I just love what you said about, 
um, I think for some of us women, you know, the idea of expressing our desires, like where you were saying, okay, this is okay with me. This is not okay with me. Like that's just a huge, that can be such a huge, um, shift to undertake. And like I even did with my coach last week, she had us do this whole brain dump of like, what do we desire? And I think sometimes even asking ourselves that question as women, like, what do I desire? We're so used to thinking about everyone else, you know, around (laughs) us. Yeah. And I I realized, um, Dallas, as I was beginning to actually honor myself and honor my voice, it was kind of intimidating. Mm. And it made me actually even reflect, self-reflect even the more, like, um, why am I saying yes to this when I don't really want to, (laughs) you know? And um, I'm learning that. I can have a voice, but also honor my role as a mother, honor my role as a wife and honor my role in society. And I believe that um, when we actually do that self-reflection, when we actually acknowledge ourselves, we're able to show up more organically and authentically in our lives. Mm, That is so beautiful. Do you want to go a little bit more into that? Like what shifts have you noticed in yourself and maybe that you've also witnessed in other women that you're supporting and safe community? Because I think we sometimes have this block as women in particular, that it's almost like, well, if I, it's like an either, or like I can show up for myself and pursue this desire. I can own my voice or I can be there for my partner and my children. Whereas you're saying actually the more that we show up for ourselves, like the more authentically we can fulfill these other roles and obligations that we have. So I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more on that. Yes. I'm laughing because I, of course, Sometimes you fail before oh, yes. you get it right. Yes. <laughs> but uh, for me, um, I recognized that I was a peacekeeper and not necessarily a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I realized during one of my moments of self-reflection that anytime that I say yes to something, anytime that I'm doing something and it disrupts my peace, it's not peace. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Let's say, say that again. Let's say, say it again for people in the back. I love that. Anytime that I do something or anytime that I commit to something and it disrupt, it disrupts my peace is not peace. Mm-hmm. And I recognize for myself, I wasn't honoring myself or my desires. And if I, I all that I do, I want to do it with love. I want to do it with passion and I want to do it with purpose. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not showing up authentically as me, if I'm saying yes, when I really wanted to say no, <laughs> I can't organically give anything to anyone in a way that's tangible, in a way that's real. And I did not like how it was showing up when I was doing that. And so it, yeah, it really took me stepping back. And I have this thing that I'm doing now, it's called sitting with myself. And what I do is I engage different parts of my body, my heart. Okay, is your heart in the right place? Is your heart in this? And if it's not, I really um, dive in with myself, prompt doing journal prompts, asking myself questions to see where the block is. And if I need to go back to this person, hey, you know what? I know I made this commitment, but would you please excuse me? And not having the 
need to actually go into a lot of details. But hey, if you would excuse me, I cannot keep this commitment right now. And in my mind, knowing I have to keep the commitment to myself to show up organic and authentically. I love that. I, I got this image as you were describing of almost just like how powerful it would be if we just kind of like sat with our hand on our hearts for a minute, like you're saying, just asking ourselves like how we feel about yes. whatever we're doing. I mean, I like we never take the time to actually pause and do yeah. that. And that would be also just such a beautiful thing to bring into our writing practices, like just to take that moment to kind of like breathe and center ourselves and kind of see like, what do I feel like I need to write today? You know, what do I need to explore? I think that is just so beautiful. And you're also making me think of, I just had a conversation with some clients this week on this very topic about, I really want to write my book. This is this desire of my heart, but I have such a hard time saying, no, I keep like letting go of my book writing time by saying yes to these other commitments that I don't actually really want to do, but I feel like I can't say no. So, I mean, this is For so many of us, if you do have this desire, whether it's writing a book or maybe it's something else, but it's often by saying yes to those things that we don't actually want to, it does prevent us from saying yes to ourselves. And I think it's really hard for women because as women, we serve so many roles and I, I love being a mother. I love being a wife, but it really took me, um, probably getting irritated to this point to where I want to do what I, you know, what I want to do, what I was created to do. And knowing that I had to have the appropriate boundaries and actually learning to honor myself and honor um, the personal mission of my life too. And what it taught me and actually my entire family. And I, I have what, three girls and a son And I look at them, I'm like, I want them to be able to um, own their lives and own their paths too, but also honor, you know, like I said, my daughter, she's a new mother, but I don't want her to lose herself. And I found where I was actually losing parts of myself that I wanted to honor. And I realized that when I honor myself, I I can actually show up even more organically, more loving with the people that are in front of me, my husband, my children, um, clients, whatever that may be. I'm not trying to rush them, you know, brush the moments or the processes, but I can actually be present because I'm present with myself. I love that so much. And that's such a great point. I think it's so easy for us to see in other people and particularly our, our children, like the beauty of who they are as an individual and not wanting them to lose that. And I love that idea of taking that same lens and looking at yourself in that way. Um, do you want to talk a little bit to something that also came up for me with this topic of like the power of owning your voice was, you know, the power of owning your voice, like how the idea that every one of us has like our own unique, authentic voice. Like you were talking about your life's purpose. Is there anything that you've learned there that has come up for you there as you've stepped more into this work with this idea of, you know, not trying to be anyone else, but just really embracing like your own unique voice? Um, It's funny. You know, we hear a lot of talk about being authentic and being organic. And what I'm learning is um, there are, we all coexist together. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm learning that as I honor myself, I can actually honor the voice of someone else. And even if their story is similar, they're telling it through the vein of their own experiences. And that makes it organic. It makes it authentic because it's their lived experience. And when we come together, um, like in community, just like this, we're able to glean um, different perspectives and different avenues, which releases actually health and healing to other people. And I love the fact that one of my mantras is, Time does heal all wounds, but actually wisdom does too, you know, because mm-hmm. when you know better, um, you do better. And I believe that we can glean different tools and strategies from other people when we actually listen to them. And I believe one of the w- most beautiful exchanges is when we honor ourselves, we honor other people, and it actually gives them a sense of um, ownership and power actually to share their stories and to honor their voice because they they're being heard and that gives them, you know what, I do have something important to say and what I'm saying is important. And it actually gives them the strength to actually continue to share and share. And then we have this domino effect of everyone sharing, everyone caring, everyone honoring themselves and honoring the person in front of them. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's such a beautiful visual of like that, like an upward spiral, um, you know, of just, it's almost like, I think it can be a little bit of an intimidating, like you were saying earlier, like a scary first step to, to really say, you know what, I am going to own my voice. I am, this is important to me. I am going to speak my mind or speak my heart. But like you're saying, think about all the other, all the ways that you're opening up mm-hmm. that for other people, all the people that you're inspiring to do the same. That's such a beautiful gesture of a way that it is about you, but it's also not just about you. It's like this ripple effect that you're creating. I love that so much. And one other thing um, that I'm noticing as well that um, I recognize for myself personally, as I began to own my own voice, Mm -hmm. it actually gave me the confidence actually to even write. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Yes, um, I laugh like um, I would hear myself speaking. I'm like, oh, I do have something to say. Mm -hmm. And it actually gave me the again the courage actually to pin down what I felt and I have not developed a good routine yet but I'm actually beginning to create space for myself to actually own not just my story but the written part of my story as well I love that so much. And I think that's such a great point too, that sometimes we maybe try to dive straight into the writing before we take that time to even like listen to ourselves and to get clear on our deeper purpose, what it is that we want to say in our voice. And I think as, you know, as you're talking about this, I think that could be a reason why so many books get stalled out partway through, why people get discouraged and, and give up is I think that we really need that solid foundation of knowing like, who am I? What am I trying to say? What matters to me? Mm -hmm. Um, How is this going to be in conversation with others or serve others? And so, so much of these questions that you're posing for people to think about, I think really lays that solid foundation. Then, like you're saying, when it'll give them more confidence than to sit down to write and you just feel so much more rooted or grounded in like your deeper purpose for why you're even writing this in the first Mm -hmm. place. 
And I like what you said. It gives you the opportunity actually to even dig deeper and you can kind of um, understand your why, your yeah. mission, who you're talking to and what the purpose of your writing is for. So I, I just I'm, I'm a big advocate of self-reflection and learning to sit with ourselves and engage. OK, where am I at mentally, um, physically, emotionally, spiritually? Where am I at in my own process? How am I? honoring myself how am I honoring others those are such great prompts if anyone wants to just like rewind and replay those those little journal prompts I mean I think especially if you're feeling stuck if you're feeling blocked like just take some time and just do some free writing on some of those questions that Lucretia is asking I think that is such a just a beautiful place of um going inward sometimes we tend to go outward like oh I feel stuck I need to do some research or find a strategy, you know, get unstuck. But often it's like we have the answers inside of us and those beautiful prompts that you have just like helping encourage us to go inwards, I think are so powerful. Thank you. Yes. And I know that you're working on um, some beautiful um, journals and you do a lot of work with that. Did you want to share? I wanted to ask, make sure we share about two things. You have a wonderful Instagram live series um, kind of about this whole subject seat at the table. And then I also wanted to ask you about your, um, your free download that's coming up, but why don't you talk about seat at the table first briefly and how people, um, you know, can watch that. Yes, this, that is my baby. That's called mm-hmm. it Seat at the Table. And it's a platform that I created um, for women to share um, their stories and their lived experiences. Again, I believe um, like the domino, when we share our stories, we encourage, we empower um, other people to do the same. And um, I feel uh, one of my mantras again is when we share our stories, countless lives are saved and transformed. Mm-hmm. And and there's no other feeling that like being feeling connected to a community, um, not feeling like what I'm experiencing, I'm the only one. So we invite people into our spaces actually to feel um, connected and to feel seen and known. So that was one of the that was my heart behind a seat at the table to um, create space for other women to be heard. I love that connected and seen and known like how beautiful that is. And that's what you're doing. And that's what I think so many of us want to do with our books too. Like the idea that someone will read our book and to feel that way. So I just love, I love how you're doing that through your writing and also through this Instagram live series. Um, And then do you want to share your, you know, where on Instagram people can find you and I'll make sure to link to it too. Yes. um, You can find me on Instagram at 180. And you can also connect with me at my website, lucreciaarnold.com. Perfect. And then tell us a little bit about what you're working on for um, your free offer. It sounds amazing. Yes, I'm currently like, I love what you said, the ability to go inward. And so it's called, um, we're working on something called, called sitting with myself and it's journal prompts for us to go inward. To, um, again, engage where we are physically, mentally, emotionally, where we're feeling stuck, asking these questions and journaling about those but so we can move forward. And just, again, show up authentic and organically in our lives. So be on the lookout for those. I'm really excited about it. 
Sounds amazing. What a beautiful resource and just a way for people, I think, through doing those journal prompts. Like, it's just so beautiful. Everything that you do, I feel like, really just kind of walks out this mission. Like, we talked this whole time about owning our voices and your journal prompts, like, help people to do that. Seat at the table gives people, like, a power to own their voice. And I just, so many gems and just like beautiful. I think that people could just replay our conversation and take out these little mantras and affirmations to write down and put on your computer screen. So you can see that every day. It's just been just so um, such a source of light just talking with you. So thank you so much for taking the time to be part of the summit. Thank you for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors. And if you are an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish the book inside your heart, this is the place to be. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges. And you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Again, the name is Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors, and it is a completely free Facebook group. You can also reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing. Happy writing.